is the fork. Either you go down the path that you went to school for and you go and get a corporate job and do it, or like you have this opportunity, like what is the worst that could happen? You're listening to the Living That Life Digital Nomad Podcast. Hit the subscribe button on iTunes if you're a boss and check out the YouTube channel for dope travel videos. This is going to be a video for anyone who has thought about writing as a career and especially as a remote career. So as you guys know, my whole channel, a large chunk of it is helping people go remote, help people start living that life, whatever it means to you. It means a different thing to everyone. Um, and being able to travel and work on your own schedule and work remotely is a huge part of that. Everyone wants to do that now. And so this is one, just one awesome case study of someone who in the past two years has taken that dream. Okay. I want to be a freelance writer and then taken the steps to make that a reality and she is doing that now she has her she's a successful freelance writer and let me tell you guys she's making good money so I don't want to just share the story of yeah someone works remotely as a writer or whatever no it's the story of so you can actually make good good money as a writer these days and so she's going to share her top uh, tips and tricks and advice for anyone who may be anyone who if writing resonates with you if you enjoy writing if you think that you can uh spend a lot of time you know sitting down at a, at a coffee, <laughs> coffee shop in front of a laptop you know a lot of coffee you know if you're gonna get into this if you if you enjoy you know writing there's definitely an opportunity to have a not just a remote career but a lucrative remote career so she uh this is one of her businesses writing uh, podcast show notes um this is another one of her businesses, My Writing Library, and this is her Medium profile. You can check out all these links in the description below, and of course, her Instagram. You can check her out at The Random Life of Eva. So yeah, let's uh, hand it over to her, and yeah, tell us the background of your journey. So okay, let me also tell everyone that in the past year and a half, she's been living remotely and traveling in South America, in Asia and in Europe. So check out her Instagram. She's been digital nomading all around while making money uh, writing. So yeah, I guess, how did you get started? And share everyone your tips and tricks if they wanna do the same. Absolutely, so I initially got the whole travel bug, pretty much how everyone else is from Instagram and like looking at everybody, watching vloggers and being like, wait a second, how is this person my age traveling the world and it looks like they're making money off of it. Exactly, right? So yeah, I was right. like, something's going on here. And at the time, I was a waitress and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. I studied biology and chemistry in school. Ooh, ooh, but, ooh. Yeah, yeah we, <laughs> you know. We figured out we're both science majors and uh, not and using that. really but, uh, using it right now. <laughs> for the so, for, for reason. Yeah. So I kind of was given like the intersection of my life to say all right like here's the fork either you go down the path that you went to school for and you go and get a corporate job and do it or like you have this opportunity it's like 2017 it's 2016 really when I first started thinking about it but it's like you have this opportunity like what is the worst that could happen so I kind of told myself 
you know, absolute worst case scenario, I have to buy a flight home. I totally fail. I like move back in with my dad and mm. I become a waitress or I start to work like and go full out into a corporate job. Yeah. So after kind of giving myself that scenario, I was like, you know, it's really not that bad. Let me just try and go for it. So last June, so June of 2017, I bought my first solo one-way ticket to Costa Rica, and that's kind of how it all began. Nice. I went and made a huge mistake, which I just tell everyone, is that I started to travel while also trying to build my writing portfolio for the first time. And what happened was I had like two full-time jobs. So I had to travel and I was traveling like a backpacker. I was not just like going, living in a city and like staying there for three months. I was on the go. I was in a new country like every few weeks. Mm -hmm. I was consistently like going on tours and doing like all this crazy stuff and trying to like figure out how to be a good writer, how to create an actual writing business that was profitable. And so I like... I ate shit for a while because yeah. of that because the travel bug had me too much and I wanted to keep going. Yeah. And so that's kind of, that brought me to a year ago from today. So last like October, November is when I really sat down with myself and I was like, look, if you really want to make this lifestyle long-term, you just have to sit still for a little bit and really figure out how to be a writer and how to do this. Mm-hmm. And that's when I kind of figured out the four like pivotal cornerstones of my writing business that have made it so the business is easier, it's more free flowing, and I'm not there like struggling all the time. Yeah. And so the absolute first lesson that I learned as a writer was that the content world is so hungry. And if you're a new writer and you don't have the leverage to say, hey, look at my 100 plus project portfolio what the leverage that you do have is to say i will offer you a 24 to 48 hour turnaround time on any project Mm. and by offering that turnaround time i was able to get so many clients and that's what initially started to build my portfolio because everybody i would put it right in my proposal and i used upwork to get started upwork so i sit down at a computer and like fire off proposals and um Every single project, I would say, hey, I will have this to you within 24 to 48 hours, like 48 hours maximum, and it ended up landing me a ton of these projects. And from there, like I was telling you a little right before I started recording, I don't have proof of this, but it seems to me like there's some form of an algorithm working. And so if you're consistently getting jobs, then Upwork is consistently sending you potential jobs that you would be interested in. Yeah. So from there, like I was working the system to not only like doing it myself and like sending out all my own proposals, but then Upwork kind of started to take the job, that job off of my plate. And then they would send me jobs and say, Hey, we think you'd be interested in this over and over again. I would just say yes to anything that I could just kept getting my profile, like going and growing and started working with some really good clients. I worked with some really bad clients and kind of just getting my feet wet and understanding really what it meant to be a writer and what my actual value was as a writer. Awesome. So that's kind of how it all initially started. Mm -hmm. And then once I kind of had enough projects under my belt, probably like 30 or so, I was able to say, okay, like what do I actually want to write about? Because at first I started off writing like anything anyone asked me to. Mm 
So I would be writing like, I would be writing text for like um, a moving company or like um, car transportation companies across the US, just things that weren't really anything I was interested in, but I just needed the money at the time. Uh huh. So I was able to hit the point where I'm like, okay, now I can kind of pivot and say, what do I actually want to write about? And what I started to realize was being a freelancer, you're just this entrepreneur that has to market yourself as the product. So I said, okay, how do I learn about how to like marketing myself as a product? And this is when it came like my second cornerstone of running a freelance business or being an entrepreneur. Yeah. I started to pick up jobs that were um, marketing companies that were like, we want to create marketing content for our blog. So I would go in and I would write all of these marketing articles for them. So I would write about email newsletters and how to grow on social media and how to um, drive traffic to your website. I mm. wrote like, a 21 page SEO packet one time. Mm. And essentially what ended up happening was I was getting paid to learn everything that helped my business directly. Uh, you're writing about like SEO, you're right. You're writing content around digital marketing. So then mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, you're, you're learning as you're writing. Okay. Yeah. Life hack right there. And this is something I'm actually practicing now as well. So this isn't something I've dropped now that I've become a writer. I've actually picked up a job. I'm working with one of my clients who I was writing for, helping her with the operations and the systems of her business. Because right now what I have access to is somebody who's really successful and I get to see the whole back end of her business in return for a few hours a week, just helping her out um, with scheduling and help, like her calendar, um, promotions, collaborations, communications. Yeah. So I think, like of anything, just figure out how to get paid to learn what you want to learn anyway. So that was the second cornerstone. Let me, uh, and, let me yeah. uh, about Upwork because yeah. I'm listening to this right now. I have a couple quick questions about Upwork. Um, were, uh, were any of those initial jobs uh, copywriting? Um, some of them were, yeah. Okay, cool. So it's like pretty much anything you need written, like I'll do it. That I was your girl, yeah. Okay, sweet. And then, no. and yep, then, uh, I asked you this uh, uh, beforehand. Like people, you know, they always ask me, "All right, Riley, like, all right, if I'm going to be a freelance writer, like, w how soon can I make money? And like, how much am I going to make?" And I've mm -hmm. I've talked to this on about this subject on a previous podcast, um, where um, it's like how I, basically I know a guy who. <laughs> <laughs> who has, who knows uh, many fellow writers who have made their first thousand dollars online within the first 60 to 90 days freelancing. Mm -hmm. So if I'm someone watching this, I'm like, and you said, yes, that's totally accurate. And that's totally realistic. So if you're watching this, um, it's totally, definitely possible, not outlandish to be able to make your first a thousand bucks online. Of course, it's going to take a lot of work. It's not going to be easy. You're going to actually have to grind and do the work but many many case studies i've seen people made their first thousand bucks online uh through freelance writing within the first couple months so i'll just put that out there um Absolutely. so you guys have a, have a big picture um but of, of course if you're getting ready to like quit your job or something like have savings don't just well it's, it's up to you but better to uh, of have, course yeah, yeah. 
and that's exactly what I say when I like when I'm talking about that I made a mistake by trying to grow my freelancing business at the exact same time that I started traveling is that what took me a year to accomplish would have taken me like six months had I not been traveling also so there was a lot of slower growth because my focus couldn't solely be on the business and improving my skill set and learning how to market myself appropriately it was also on like traveling and accommodation transportation i mean you know the drill yeah because you were like i call it like suitcasing around like every few days you're like totally moving this is like fast travel where like uh different than as you say in one of your articles that i read um if you're getting started do the slow travel thing stay in somewhere for a number of months uh which is like basically been my plan um and then you know grow the community there and obviously when you're not traveling to a new place every couple of days, you're obviously going to be more productive. That's just how it ends up. Um, but yeah, she has an article on, on, on everything. Um, actually, on, on the slow travel thing, and then obviously on the four tips that we're talking about in this, in this video, I'm presuming you're going to have an article about this. So yeah, if you're, if you're this, part, this far through the video, links below on clarification on everything we're talking about um, to read more. And then, okay, so, and then you are going on to your uh, third, uh, yeah, so third, third point. Zone yeah. is going to be, and these are all in order, right? So the content world is hungry. If you can feed it faster than anyone else, you will be the freelancer people will choose, mm-hmm. especially when they're looking for a novice freelancer. Like that's going to be your golden ticket. The second one is going to try to get paid to learn about something that's going to help you in the future. So for example, if you want to, be, if you want to get into like the cryptocurrency market, get paid to write cryptocurrency articles because now you're getting paid to learn all about it. And then the third one is going to be to start figuring out how to pick up bigger projects over smaller projects, but you're going to start with small projects just because with all normally with like amateur level projects, clients will come to you and say, Hey, can you just write one article for us? And then of course, as anyone knows like it costs way more to onboard a new client than to just keep working with the same one over and over again so it'll save you a lot of headache in the end if you can start to try to create or find those long-term clients and that's for me when i started articles and moving into writing podcast show notes because these show notes were coming to me consistently these podcasts were coming out right like every tuesday so i'm like all right cool every saturday i get the audio and it's, you're easily able to say, okay, I at least have this form of income. And this is something you know where if you're going to be an entrepreneur, it's like everything is always fluctuating. So if you can create at least some foundation to say, okay, like I know every month I at least make this much money, then everything on top of that is however much more I was able to hustle and get more clients or um, be able to pick up like some random little project that just came my way, anything like that. Awesome. That that makes amazing sense. So try to try to scale up to get those clients that have ongoing projects, which are probably going to be the more um, business owner type. Uh, exactly, and they automatically just become better clients. If somebody's looking for a long term relationship, you're it's always a better client than someone that's just hoping to get you like in and out the door. And this is kind of like a level up that you get to enjoy once you've kind of put your time in working with the people who are more so just like running you in and out and they just want your content and then they're like gone. So that's the third. And then the fourth is going to be 
my latest lesson, which I learned this past, past month living in San Francisco, is right. to go where business is thriving. Uh, so if you want to be doing something that is specific to a certain industry, for example, if you want to be a tech writer, go and live in San Francisco, go to every event that you can. And before you even tell people your name, tell them what you do. I, um, one of the reasons, so I was telling Riley, I just was in San Francisco for a month. I'm just home for a week to visit my family. And then I'm heading back out to LA. And this, everyone is like, oh, California, it's great weather. Like, of course you want to go there. And I mean, of course it's great weather, but it really has nothing to do. There is no other reason I'm going there, but the fact that I'm almost certain there's going to be the best business opportunity for me in the world, potentially. Interesting. And this is something I really learned from traveling overseas. Like, for example, I was in, um, I was in Sri Lanka for a month. And whenever I tell someone, hey, I'm Ava and I'm a writer, like no one's like, oh my God, that's awesome. I'm looking for a writer. Can I hire you? Versus when I was in San Francisco, I went to one event. I talked to seven people, told all of them what I did, just casually talking to them as we're like walking through the event. Every single person asked me to work with me later. And so the difference in business and what you're able to accomplish is so monumental if you're in the right spot. Yeah. So the same goes for you in Bangkok, which is a really big digital nomads hub, Chiang Mai. Um, I was in Changu for a bit. Um, I think if you're really serious about growing your business and you're kind of past the point of saying like, oh, I'm just traveling and having fun. It's, it's so huge to put yourself exactly around all of the people who are also growing businesses and are going to need your help in doing so. Yeah, uh, it was, uh, yeah, the events thing. I, t I preach about this all the time because it was a conference that kicked my career off. Indeed, people. What conference was it? It was the, um, it was the Dropship Lifestyle Conference, which, is, which was put on by Johnny FD which now it's called the Nomad Summit, but it was, so it was the Nomad Summit basically um, in Chiang Mai, October, 2014. At that time, it was the Dropship Lifestyle Conference in Chiang Mai. But anyways, and then I've been going back every year to Chiang Mai for mm -hmm. the Nomad Summit. And I talk about this all the time. If you're a regular viewer of my channel, I preach about this. I'm like, guys, not only is it all the tips that people say why conferences are good, you meet people to grow business with, you meet clients, you meet, meet potential partners, and you actually like learn new, new tips and strategies. But not only that, it's your excuse to come visit Thailand. It's, yeah. it's your excuse to like, take a couple of weeks off. In the world, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why, and like, yeah, and Johnny, uh, Johnny FD was one of the first um, kind of YouTubers um, mm -hmm in that space, the Chiang Mai Digital Nomad space. And so, yeah, he founded the freaking Nomad Summit and God bless him. He got me and Parker out there um, mm -hmm. uh, because we had visited just on a two week vacation to Thailand and got the travel bug exactly and started looking into work in Thailand, living abroad in Thailand, found Johnny FD's channel. He announced he was putting on a digital nomad work remote e-commerce conference. We're like, what the, f all these guys are doing this. <laughs> exactly. I have so many have the same reaction. And mm -hmm. um, now I'm, now I'm uh, one of the guys promoting it saying everyone, this is, this is a great excuse to not only, you know, help grow your business or help start your business, but um, 
experience come to Asia for this first time, experience what it's like in Chiang Mai, experience the, the quaintness, the chillness, the, the quaintness. The, yeah, the, it's probably not a word you can tell me. Actually, I don't care. Um, I make up words all the time. Um, no, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, experience the slower pace of lifestyle and, experience, and like meet digital nomads face to face. So uh, I'll just plug it right now. I'll see you guys there January 19th. Um, 2019 in Chiang Mai for the Nomad Summit. Hopefully, uh, oh, wow, that's you... coming up. Yeah, it's coming up. Um, I got I got my parents. They're gonna be visiting. Um, Your parents are going uh, to the Nomad Summit. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're 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 coming for a few weeks to travel Thailand, and I just had them meet me in Chiang Mai for that week to kick it off. So yeah, they're gonna be there most likely at the summit. My mom and my dad, uh, and my aunt and uncle. So I'll have I'll have a whole fam gang. And I'll be, yeah, seeing, uh, hopefully, yeah, I'll be seeing, hopefully, a lot of you guys watching this right now. Anyways, there's my plug. Um, so <laughs> that, that was my iteration, my expansion on your thing about the events and getting to where the people it's are. It's so true, though. It's absolutely so true. And if I'm yeah. able to get over there, that would be great for that time. Because it's just, it's been insane for me. Going from just living in hostels and interacting with, like, really only backpackers to interacting with more like business professionals and just the difference that it's been able to have on my business and me being able to see how other people are going about creating their business and like the foundations they're choosing, the cornerstones that they have put in place. It's been like monumental and I'm really hoping to get more of that once I'm in Los Angeles because mm -hmm. that way I'm able to kind of have maybe a home base there that I'm able to then travel out of or just I'm not sure. I just feel like I have to go there. So yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. plan. Awesome. Are you planning to stay in Asia long term? Because um, you've been there for a while, right? No. Yeah, we've been here for a while. And, um, you know, we've just, we've just kept coming back here to uh, Chiang Mai slash Bangkok um, because, mm -hmm. you know, well, it's initially where we came. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, we made, we've kind of, we, we came, uh, we have the community here. We know a lot of friends out here in these parts. Um, but long term, like I'm straight up digital nomad, like you'll catch me all around the world uh, long term. But right here is kind of our home base for now. And then when we get bored of it or feel like something else is calling our name, boom, there we go. Um, but yeah, I'm not so yeah. hard to think of buying a home one day and like settling down. I'm like, I don't think I will ever want to do that. No, I know. Yeah, you took the words out of my mouth. Like, it, it, right. Like people ask me this all the time. It's like, yeah it, it looks weird i don't think i will ever do that as well like definitely i think the new cool i think the new millennial dream is like living in airbnbs around the world i think that's the new that's exactly that's new cool. i'm like why would i buy a house and i can just like long term like i can just rent an airbnb for like three months yeah then leave and go wherever i want you don't have to worry about anything exactly i don't know i totally agree with you that is the millennial dream yeah There's well no I think people that are still watching this video at this point, they, they already share this mindset and a huge part of being able to do that, like rent an Airbnb in Los Angeles is making good money. You know, that's not going to be cheap. Um, mm -hmm. But you're, you're just one great case study of like, you can make good money, enough money to be based in Los Angeles as a freelance writer. Um, but of course you, you got to start, boom, start on Upwork. So I would urge like anyone that's still watching this video, and you've always thought about being a writer and you want to do it go right now to upwork.com and create your profile like go right now because that's the first mm -hmm. step i would say yeah totally um 
And with that being said, I am super open about always trying to help people out. And my goal is to be the person that I needed about a year and a half ago to kind of guide me and help me. So you can go on my core profile. I have over 200 articles talking about being a digital nomad, talking about freelancing at the same time, my writing tips, everything that you could want is on there. And as well as my Instagram at the random life of Ava, I answer all of my DMS. If you want to ask me about money, if you want to ask me about travel tips, anything you need to know, I, um, I'm genuinely here to try and help others who are a little too scared to take the leap and just need that extra push and that knowledge that will help them feel like they're able to do it and get an idea of how to go about doing it. Wow, exactly. You articulated that better than I've ever said, but that's exactly (laughs) what I'm trying to do. Like, I'm not the person that like, you know, gets someone the idea to go be a digital nomad, but a lot of people have told me like, Riley, you are just that extra kick in the back that makes me that much more confident and comfortable to do it. So, yep, you're doing, you're on the same mission as me and (laughs) it's, it's great. So on the Quora thing, of course, go follow her uh, Quora and, um, she obviously, uh, Quora is a huge thing. So the other thing you should probably do is start a Quora profile like right now. If you are, if (laughs) If you want to be a writer for sure. I think the benefit of Quora is that you can go on and start as a really bad writer and you can go and scroll through and read my first article and you will have no idea how I actually get paid to write at this point. Right. But what Quora gives you is a place to write an article and you'll get immediate feedback from it. And this isn't something I figured out. It's something I learned from Nicholas Cole, who's an online writer as well. He works with entrepreneurs and he does a really incredible job as a writer. And I listened to every interview, like every video that he um, ever had. And just to figure out, I'm like, all right, this is someone doing something in the realm of what I want to do. How did he do it? And this guy preached Quora. So I went on and I started writing and then I started really understanding the power of it. Because if you can write an article and get, for example, like 250,000 views, you know you did something right. And then if you write an article the next day and you get like 50 views, probably you did something wrong. And now you can just A-B test those articles to say, okay, well, what, what really works for my audience and what really works on the internet right now? So you're mm-hmm. consistently ahead of the game and knowing what people actually want to read and how they want to read it. Interesting. So I remember... I was telling you, I signed up for Quora back when I was in college when it was like relatively new. Um, Mm -hmm. For people that don't know, and for me a little bit, like what is Quora? And like, yeah, what is it? And why is it so good? And how how does it work? Quora is a question and answer website. So people can go on and ask any question that they want. And you can go on and you can request a certain person to answer a question for you. So you could go on and say, how do I start as a freelance writer who travels the world. Uh-huh. Once you put that question in, Cora is going to give you a bunch of different people that they believe are qualified to answer that. One of them is going to be me. And you'll request this answer from people. And the trick to Cora is I could go on, get this question from someone and type in like, if you want to be a freelance writer, you should learn how to write really well. You should learn how to market yourself and you should, um, uh, start charging like really low fees just to grow your portfolio periods submit create that uh-huh. or what you can do is go on write like an actual article uh-huh. so whenever somebody requests an answer 
for me, I'll go on and I will like genuinely write a full out article that you could read somewhere. Like you could have read it on Forbes. You could have read it on Huffington Post. You could have read it on someone's blog. Yeah. It's not the answer. It's an actual full out article. And then what I'll also do is I'll take that article and move it over to Medium. I'll give it a title and then that way I can push out two pieces of content with just one piece. Uh -huh. So that's a little hack. Um, oh, interesting. Yes. So you can really use it to, to grow an audience as well. I consistently have DMs from people who are like, oh, I found you from Cora. I love your story and I'm so excited to follow you on Instagram now. I'm so excited to follow you on Twitter. Um, it's a really good avenue, especially if you want to be a writer because it's gonna grow your skill set, it's gonna grow your audience, and it's gonna help you brand yourself. Because at this point, I have too many questions that people want me to answer in relation to being a digital nomad, being a writer, and how I do both at the same time. Awesome, so, so like these here, these are, these are so published that, articles on Quora? So that's this the question, how answer. do you develop a self-discipline or Oh, um, nice. That's somebody came out and asked. And then if you go and look, like I didn't just give like this little answer. It's like, uh -huh. an, it's an actual article. It has a picture, it has a link. Um, I'll go in and link all of my, I'll link other articles. I'll link whatever I think is necessary for that. And so on top of this being really good for just like writing and skill set, you're also helping your SEO backlink of whatever you're, Putting oh, in. You so, can just be like, here's my full article. It's over on Medium. Exactly. So you can put on Medium or what I've done is I'll always backlink to my website. So now when you type in Ava Gutierrez on, on Google, I'm the first thing that comes up. That's been a direct correlation of putting backlinks through my core articles. Wow. So there's oh. just so many hacks that can come from it. It's just an awesome place. Okay, so here it's got your it's got your answer right here on your right. profile. So it's got like all your answers. Like an article format. Right. It's not something like quick into the you know their structure. It's an article that you'd see and say, okay, something's going on here. There's yeah. it seems to be like there's it's not really fluff. Like there's actually some answers that I can find. Hopefully. <laughs> awesome. And so I guess last question I have for you is like if i was starting out writing like how much time should i put into uh, like because i'm assuming it's taking a lot of time you got to go through quora and look for good questions you could answer you know thoughtfully mm -hmm. how much time should someone start on on quora versus like upwork so you have to look at quora almost like your as a resume builder you're not going to make money off of quora directly from writing answers what you're going to make money off of Quora is in building your skill set and being able to leverage the views that you get. So at this point, I have 730,000 views, and I can use that to say, when I go to a client, I can say, hey, I know, I know how to write things, and here is the proof, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. Quora-wise, I'm going to just take the words out of Nicholas Cole's mouth and say you should get on and probably write one article a day, especially if you're just a starting writer, because it's like going to the gym. You have to go in and you have to work that muscle consistently, because if you want to be a writer, you have to be able to write like four or five articles a day. So you want to flex your muscle. You want to get in there and say, okay, like I'm going to be able to, like now I can lift that five pound weight later. I'm going to be able to lift that 30 pound weight. So core will really help you with that. So I would say go in, do it every day, 
and um, and just really want it, you know? I think you know as well as I know in this life, there's so many people that will say, like, I, like, oh my God, you're so lucky. Like, I wish I could do that. I want to do what you do. And when it comes down to it, it's like, okay, well, you have to put some effort into it. And once you do, it will come to you. So it sounds like a lot article a day, but it's really not. And once you get used to it, it's just like eating breakfast or something. You just, yeah. you walk, you get your computer out, you find a question and you just write it. Yep. Don't forget the coffee in there. Yeah. <laughs> get your coffee <laughs> and then <That's> how. <laughs> get to doing this. This is just, uh, this, is, this is what digital nomads, we just do this all day. We just mash. Sometimes it feels like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, that's great. So if you're, if I'm starting right now, I am starting mm -hmm. my pro, my core profile. I'm doing an article day, practicing that writing, going to the gym, writing wise, and I'm also going to be applying to as many Upwork jobs as I can, and go from there. That's it. Boom, and then take all the yeah. other tips. She's got a million tips. Follow her. Mm -hmm. uh, the one and only Ava. People, I think, I think that was a great start. And so she said it all. Awesome. Follow her on on Quora and Instagram and and hit her up. <laughs> Thanks, Riley. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Now I'm excited to follow you on the journey on Instagram. <laughs> Thank you. And you know, maybe Cora could help you out with your business as well. I know you're looking to. I don't know how old the video was that I watched, but that you were looking to um, become like a consultant based off of different courses that are going on. You could yeah, totally. Absolutely. I've, I've through my vlogs, through my vacation videos, I've become a consultant because people keep asking me these things like about mm -hmm. Amazon selling and how to become a digital nomad. So I've kind of stumbled into this whole being an influencer thing. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, now my, you know, aside from selling on Amazon myself, my part-time job is being an influencer just like you and help helping people get to where they want to go. But um, no, people have told me about Quora before and it's just, it's been one of those things I've never gotten around to. And this is my perfect kick in the butt to, to get my ass on some core and get some good traffic from that. So yeah, no worries. if you have questions, you know, I can kind of guide you. Yeah, that would be sweet. Well, yeah, um, I'll see you on the gram for now. Um, yeah. That was good. And, awesome. Yeah, um, thanks for having me. Yeah, maybe see you around the world someday. Seriously, yeah. Maybe I'll uh, try to get over to the summit. That would be sweet. I will see you guys <laughs> there too. Chiang Mai, Thailand, January 19th. <laughs> 2019 i'll plug it again um, plug it plug it. <laughs> plug it plug it all right um that is it peace guys cheers <laughs> bye riley bye thanks for listening till the end if you enjoyed this episode please leave a comment and a review see ya